Tuesday. Me and Rowley racked our brains all day yesterday trying to figure out how to pay off that $83. Rowley said maybe I should just go to the ATM and withdraw some money to pay off his dad. The reason Rowley said that is because he thinks I'm rich. A couple of years ago during the holidays, Rowley came over and we had just run out of toilet paper at my house. My family was using these holiday cocktail napkins as a substitute until Dad got to the store again. Merry Christmas. Rowley thought the holiday napkins were some kind of really fancy toilet paper and he asked me if my family was rich. I wasn't going to pass up the opportunity to impress him. Yep. Anyway, I'm not rich and that's the problem. I tried to figure out a way a kid my age could get his hands on some cash and then it hit me. We could start a lawn care service. I'm not talking about some average run-of-the-mill lawn care service either. I'm talking about a company that takes lawn care to the next level. We decided to make our co- to name our company the VIP Lawn Service. We called up the Yellow Pages people and told them we wanted to place an ad in their book. And not just one of those tiny little text ads, but a text ads, but a really big one full with full colour that takes up two whole pages. But get this, the yellow the yellow pages people told us it was going to cost a few thousand bucks to put our ad in their book. I told them that didn't make a lot of sense to me because how's someone supposed to pay for an ad if they haven't even earned any money yet? Me and Rowley realised we were going to have to do this a different way and make our own ads. I figured we could just make flyers and put them in every mailbox in our neighbourhood. All we needed was some clip art to get us started. So we went down to the corner store and bought one of those cards from Get Each Other on their birthdays. Hope your birthday is hot, hot, hot. Then we scanned it into Rowley's computer and pasted up pictures of our heads onto the bodies from the cards. After that, we got some clip art of lawn tools and put it all together. Then we printed it out and I have to say, it looked great. VIP Lawn Service. Pamper yourself and your lawn with our award-winning world-class service. Call 555-2941. I did some maths and I figured it would cost us at least a couple hundred bucks in colouring, cartridges and paper to make enough flyers for the whole neighbourhood. So we asked Rowley's dad if he'd go out to the store and get us all the stuff we needed. Mr Jefferson didn't go for it. In fact, he told us we couldn't use his computer or print out any more copies of our flyer. I was a little surprised by that because if Mr Jefferson wanted us to pay him back, he sure wasn't making it easy. But we could, but all we could really do was take off one flyer and get out of his office. Then me and Rally went around from from house to house, showing everyone our flyer and telling them about the VIP lawn service. After we hit a few houses, we realised it would be a lot easier just to, to just ask the next person we spoke with to pass the flyer along so me and Rowley wouldn't have to do all the walking. Now the only thing we have to do is sit back and wait for the phone calls to start rolling in. Thursday. Me and Rowley waited waited around all day yesterday but we didn't get any calls. I I was starting to wonder if we should try to find a card with more muscular guys for our next flyer. Then at about 11 o'clock this morning, we got a call from Mrs Canfield, who lives on Grandma's Street. She said her lawn needed mowing, but she wanted to check our references before she hired us. I used to do lawn work for Grandma, so I called her up and asked if she could call Mrs Canfield and tell her what a good worker I am.
Well, I must have caught Grandma on a bad day, because she really laid into me. She said I left piles of leaves on her lawn last autumn. Now there are patches of dead grass all over her yard. Then she asked me when I was going to come over and finish the job. That was not really the kind of response I was looking for. I told Grandma we were only taking paying jobs at the moment, but maybe we could get back to her later on in the summer. Then I called Mrs Canfield and did my best imitation of Grandma. Guess I'm lucky my voice hasn't changed yet. The VIP Lawn Service does exceptional work and caters to my every lawn need. Believe it or not, Mrs Canfield bought it. She thanked Grandma for the reference and hung up. Then she called back a few minutes later and I answered in my regular voice. Mrs Canfield said she'd hire us and that we should come by her house later today and get started. But it's kind of far from my house to Mrs Canfield's so I asked her if she could come and get us. She didn't seem real happy that we didn't have our own transportation but she said she'd be willing to pick us up if we could be ready by noon. Mrs Canfield came to my house at 12 o'clock in her son's pickup truck. And she asked us where our lawnmower and all our equipment was. Sorry. I said we didn't actually have any equipment, but that my grandma keeps her side door unlocked and I might be able to sneak in and borrow her mower for a few hours. I guess Mrs Canfield must have been pretty desperate to get her lawn mowed because she went along with my plan. Mind if I change the radio station? Luckily, Grandma wasn't home, so it was easy to get the mower out of her house. We rolled it over to Mrs Canfield's yard, and then we were ready to get to work. That's when me and Rowley realised neither one of us had ever actually operated a lawnmower before, so the two of us poked around for a while and tried to figure out how to get the thing started. Unfortunately, when we tilted the mower on its side, all the fuel spilled out into the grass and we had to go back over to Grandma's to get a refill. I picked up the owner's manual for the mower while we were at it. I tried to read it, but the instructions were written in Spanish. I got the feeling from the bits and pieces I could understand that operating a lawnmower was a lot more dangerous than I'd originally thought. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. The lawnmower was self... Oh, skip your page. I told Rowley he could have the first crack at the lawn mowing and that I would go sit in the shade and start working on our business plan. Rowley didn't like that idea at all. He said this was a partnership and everything we we did had to be 50-50. I was surprised by this because I'm the one who came up with the idea for the lawn service in the first place, so I was more like the owner than a partner. I told Rowley we needed someone to do the grunt work and someone to hand them to handle the money so it didn't get all sweaty. Believe it or not, that was enough to make Rowley walk right off the job. I just want to say for the record that if Rowley ever needs me for a job reference in the future, I'm going to have to give him a lousy review. The truth is, I don't really need Rowley anyway. If this lawn service business grows the way I think it will, I'm going to have about 100 rallies working for me. In the meantime, I needed to get Mrs Canfield's lawn mode. I looked through the manual for a little while longer and then figured out that I needed to pull on this handle attached to a cord. So I tried that. The mower started up right away and I was off and running. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. The lawnmower was self-propelled, so all I needed to do was walk behind it and steer every once in a while. Then I started to notice that there were piles of dog poop everywhere and steering around them was not an easy thing to do with a self-propelled mower. 
The VIP lawn service has a very strict policy when it comes to dog poop, which is that we won't go anywhere near it. From that point on, whenever I saw anything that looked suspicious, I would now I would mow a ten foot circle around it just to be safe. The job actually went a lot faster after that because I had a lot less lawn to cover. After I was done, I went to the front door to collect my money. The final bill was $30, which was $20 for lawn, plus 10 bucks for the time me and Riley spent designing that flyer. But Mrs Canfield wouldn't pay. She said our service was lousy and that we'd hardly mowed any of her lawn. Told her about the dog poop issue, but she still wouldn't cough up what she owed me. And to make matters worse, she wouldn't even give me a ride home. You know, I figured someone might try to stiff us this summer, but I never thought it would be our very first customer. I had to walk home, and by the time I got to my house, I was really mad. I told Dad about the whole lawn worrying experience and how Mrs Canfield wouldn't pay me. Dad drove right over to Mrs Canfield's house, and I went with him. I thought he was going to cheer her out for taking advantage of his son, and I wanted to be there to see it firsthand. But Dad just got Grandma's mower and cut the rest of Mrs Canfield's grass. When he was done, he didn't even ask her for any money. The trip wasn't a total waste of time, though. When Dad wrapped things up, I planted a sign in Mrs Canfield's front yard. The sign said, Another great job by VIP Lawn Service. 555-2941. I figured if I wasn't going to get paid, I might as well get some free advertising for all my trouble. Saturday. The VIP lawn service has not really panned out the way I thought it would. I haven't had any work since that first job. And I'm starting to think maybe Mrs Canfield has been bad-mouthing me to her neighbours. I thought about just giving up and closing our business, but then I realised that that with a few tweaks to the flyer we could start things back up again in the winter. VIP snow removal. You've tried the rest, now go with the best. The problem is I need my money now called up Rowley to start brainstorming new ideas, but his mum said that he was at the movies with his dad. I was a little annoyed because he never bothered to ask me if he could take the day off. Mum's not letting me do anything fun until this fruit smoothie bill is paid off, so that meant it was up to me to figure out how to earn the cash. I tell you he has a lot of money, and that's money. I mean, that kid is rich. A few weeks ago, Mum... Mum and Dad told Manny they'd give him a quarter for every time he used the potty without being asked. So now he carries around a gallon of water with him at all times. Manny keeps his money, all his money in a big jar on his dresser. He's got to have at least $150 in that thing. I thought about asking Manny to lend me the money, but I just can't bring myself to do that. I'm pretty sure Manny charges interest on his loans anyway. I can get, that. I can get the rest of it to you tomorrow. I'm trying to figure out a way to earn money without doing any actual work. But when she told mum what I was thinking, she said I'm just lazy. Okay, so maybe I am lazy, but it's not really my fault. Ever, I've been lazy ever since I was a little kid, and if someone had caught it early on, maybe I wouldn't be the way I am now. I remember in preschool, when playtime was over, the teacher would tell everyone to put away their toys, and, we'd all, and we would all sing the clean-up song while we did it. I sang the song with everyone else, but I didn't do any of the actual cleaning. Clean up, clean up, everybody everywhere. Clean up, clean up, everybody do your share. So if you want to find somebody to blame me, 
to blame for the way I am. Guess you've had to start with the public education system. Sunday. Mum came into my room this morning and woke me up for church. I was glad to go because I knew I was going to have have to turn higher power to get this fruit smoothie bill paid off. Whenever Grandma needs anything, she just prays and then she gets it right away. I think she has a direct pipeline to God or something. Dear Lord, please let me find my Dollar Savers coupon book. That's just on her side. For some reason, I don't have that same kind of pull, but that doesn't mean I'm going to quit trying. Dear Lord, please let Mr Jefferson get hit on the head so he forgets about the money I owe him. Please let me get past the third level of Twisted Wizard without having to use any of my bonus health packs. Amen and thank you in advance. Today's sermon was called Jesus in Disguise and it was about how you should treat everyone you meet with kindness because you never know which person is really Jesus pretending to be someone else. Guess that's supposed to make you want to be a better person. But all that does is make me paranoid because I know I'm just going to end up guessing wrong. Wow, thanks for shining my shoes. No problem, Fred. They passed the donation basket around like they do every week. And all I could think about was how I needed that money a lot more than whoever it was going to. But Mum must have seen the look in my eye because she passed the basket to the row behind us before I could take what I needed. Monday. My birthday's coming up this weekend and I can't and it can't get here quick enough for me. This year I'm going to have a family party. I'm still really burned up with Raleigh for bailing out on our lawn care business, so I don't want him thinking he can come over and eat my birthday cake. Plus, I've learned about friend parties. When you have a friend party, all your guests think they have the right to play with your presents. And every time I have a friend party, mum invites her friend's kids. So we end up with a bunch of people at my party I barely even know. And those kids don't buy the gifts, their mums do. So even if you get something like a video game, it's not a video game you'd actually want to play. Froggy and rough. Learn about sharing. I'm just glad I'm not on the swim team this summer. Last year I had practiced on my birthday and mum dropped me off at the pool. Everybody be sure to wish Greg a happy birthday. I got so many birthday noogies I couldn't even lift my arms to swim. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So when it comes to your birthday, I've learned it's best to just keep kids out of the equation. Mum said I could have a family party as long as I promise not to do my usual with the birthday cards. That stinks because I have a great system for opening cards. I put them all in a neat pile, then I rip each one open and shake it to get the money out. As long as I don't stop to read anything, I can get through a pile of 20 cards in under a minute. Mum says the way I do it is insulting to the people who got me the cards. She says this time around I have to read every card and acknowledge the person who gave it to me. That'll slow me down, but I guess it's still worth it. I've been doing a lot of thinking about what I want for my birthday this year. What I really want is a dog. I've been asking for a dog the past three years, but Mum says we have to wait until Manny's completely potty trained until we get one. Well, with the poppy training racket Manny's got going on, that could take forever. The thing I know is that Dad wants a dog, too. He used to have one when he was a kid. I figured all Dad needed was a little nudge, and on Christmas last year I saw my chance. My Uncle Joe and his family stopped by a house and they brought their dog Killer with them. I asked Uncle Joe if he wouldn't mind hinting to Dad that he should get us a dog. 
But the way Uncle Joe did it probably set my dog getting campaign back by five years. A boy needs a dog, Frank. Spill. The other thing I have no chance of getting for my birthday is a mobile phone, and I can thank Roderick for that. Mum and Dad got Roderick a mobile phone last year, and he racked up a bill for $300 in the first month. Most of that was from Roderick calling Mum and Dad from his room in the basement to ask them to turn the heat up. So the only thing I'm asking for this year is a deluxe leather recliner. My Uncle Charlie has one, and he practically lives in that thing. The main reason I want my own recliner is because if I had one, I wouldn't have to go to my room after watching TV late at night. I could just sleep right in the chair. Plus, these recliners have all sorts of features, like a neck massager and adjustable firmness and stuff like that. I figure I could use the vibrate feature to make Dad's lectures a lot more tolerable. And you really need to start leaving your dirty clothes in the bathroom. The only reason I'd ever get up is to go to the bathroom, but maybe I should just wait until next year to ask for a cleaner, because I'll bet they'll have that taken care of in the new model. Ah, flush. Thursday. I asked Mum to take me back to Bombshell's beauty salon again today, even though I didn't really need a haircut. I just felt like catching up on the town gossip. Hi, Greg. Annette, my hairstylist, said she heard from a lady who knows Mrs Jefferson that me and Rowley had a falling out. Apparently Rowley's heartbroken because I didn't invite him to my birthday party. Well, if Rowley's upset, you wouldn't know it from looking at him. Every time I see Rowley, he's palling around with his dad, so the way it looks to me, he's already got himself a new best friend. I want to say that I think it stinks that Rowley gets to go to the country club, even though he still owes money on that fruit smoothie bill. Unfortunately, Riley's chummy relationship with his dad is starting to affect my life. Mum says that the way Dad and Riley and his dad hang out together is neat and that me and Dad should go fishing or play catch in the front yard or something. But the thing is, me and Dad just aren't cut out for that kind of father-son stuff. The last time Mum tried to get me and Dad to do something like that together, it ended up with me having to pull him out of Raffaana Creek. Duck, duck! Where, where? Mum won't let it go, though. She says she wants to see more affection between Dad and us boys, and that's created some really awkward moments. Mum says I need to hug you guys. Friday. Today I was watching TV, minding my own business, when I heard a knock at the front door. Mum said there was a friend there to see me, so I thought it must be Rowley coming to apologise. But it wasn't Rowley, it was Fregley. Hello, friend. After I recovered from my initial shock, I slammed the door shut. I started to panic because I didn't know what Fregley was doing at my front door. After a few minutes went by, I looked out of the side window and Fregley was still standing there. I knew I had to take drastic measures, so I went to the kitchen to call the cops. But Mum stopped me before I could finish dialing 911. Mum said she invited Fredley over. She said I seemed lonely ever since I had that fight with Rowley, and she thought she'd set up a play date with Fredley. See, this is why I should never tell Mum about my personal business. This Fredley thing was a total disaster. 
I've heard that a vampire can't come inside your house unless you invite him in, and I'll bet it's the same kind of deal with Fregley. Mind if I borrow some flour? Sure, it's back in the kitchen. Hey, wait a second. So now I've got two things to worry about, the muddy hand and Freckly. And if I had to choose the one to get me first, I'd take the muddy hand in a heartbeat. Why don't you go outside and play with Freckly? I think Freckly might be naked. Woof, woof. Saturday. Today was my birthday and I guess things went more or less like I expected. The relatives started showing up around one o'clock. I asked Mum to invite as many people as possible so I could maximise my gift potential, and I got a pretty good turnout. Gifts go on the dining room table. I like to cut the chase to cut to the chase my birthday and get right out to the gifts, so I told everyone to gather in the living room. I took my time with the cards, just like Mum asked. It was a little painful, but I got a good haul, so it was worth it. Special greeting and how do you do for a special nephew. By golly, that's you. Happy birthday from Aunt Brenda. Wow, Aunt Brenda, this is really neat. When I saw it in the store, I knew it was just perfect. Unfortunately, as soon as I collected my checks, Mum confiscated the money to pay off Mrs. Jeff- Mr. Jefferson. Then I moved on to the wrapped presents, but there weren't a whole lot of those. The first gift from Mum and Dad was small and heavy, which I thought was a good sign. But I was still, I'm still pretty shocked when I, from when I opened it. Ladybugs, cellular telephone, perfect for kids and the elderly. When I looked more closely, I found it wasn't an ordinary mobile phone. It was called a ladybug. The phone didn't have a keypad on it or anything. It just had two buttons, one to call home and one for emergencies. So it's pretty much useless. All my other gifts were clothes and other stuff I didn't really need. But I was still hoping I might get there at Kleiner. But once I realised there weren't any places Mum and Dad could be hiding a giant leather chair, I gave up looking. Then Mum told everyone it was time to go into the dining room to have some cake. Unfortunately, Uncle Joe's dog, Killer, had beaten us to it. Chomp, gobble, slurp. I was hoping Mum could go out and get me a new cake. But she didn't, but she didn't and she just took a knife and cut away the parts the dog didn't touch. Hap, burst, grip. Mum cut me a big piece, but by that point I wasn't really in the mood for cake, especially not with Killer throwing up little birthday candles under the table. And that's all so far. Come back for part two.